G'day punters, welcome to the Anzac Day weekend preview show. I think that's about right. Anyway, there's plenty going on. There's about 40 meetings across the various states over the next few days. So we're going to be focusing on a bit of Caulfield, a bit of Doombin as we enter the Winter Carnival featuring the man, the undisputed king of live betting, Shan Shelio. And then we'll take a look at Flemington as well. But Dickens, I'll start with you. How have you found doing uh, 15 meetings this week? Um, tough. Uh, found Caulfield pretty boring, pretty hard. Uh, I really only like the, the race that we'll talk about at this point in time. Um, a lot of trials. Uh, some very, very, like, I'm not, it's not, it's kind of sneaky. It's just weird. Um, I think it's in the race five. Yeah, that we're going to talk about. Um, you know, the way we do our form at the mailbag, we, we sort of get like a, what would you call it, like a print-off of like the what we're looking at for this upcoming meeting. And when the horse is like from like Europe or Kiwi land or something, it comes up in purple. And in race five, number 13, I'm not good at pronouncing it as, as a rule, but number 13, <laughs> Ushald. How, how would you say it, Peter? Oshod. How? Oshod. 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 Come up in purple, like it's some import. Jason Warren's buying imports, I thought. He's put Bo Mertens on it. Wow. All right. When I watched it, trial. Trial like a good horse. Just towed up behind all stardom who won, like, without being touched yesterday at Kilmore. Then I dug back like deeper through the form and this thing's like SP four bucks versus written beauty at Mooney Valley. I go, well, why is it in purple? Well, if you play the replays, you listen to TB and, and for all those blokes who like non betters who bag TB and think he's responsible for your shit wagering. Listen to his call of written beauty winning at Mooney Valley. He called it on the corner. Like, <laughs> he went real early and it did motor home and win. But this horse was not as good as it, as it, but it was there or thereabouts. And it SP'd $4 versus it. It SP'd $1.55 on debut and just cantered in at Mornington. Uh, it went under a different name of Hot Water, maybe. So O'Shaw is French for hot water. Yeah. Well, there we go. Perfect. <laughs> Good luck to uh, Matty Hill because he's he's very good at what he does. But this sounds like a bit of a tongue twister. Uh, oh, the trial's enormous. The the trial forms good. It forms good. It's eleven dollars. I don't know why it's eleven dollars. I think it should be closer to six. Um, uh, it's shown like some some speed in like it sat near Written Beauty and it sat just behind. It was like a four horse race there at Mornington on debut. And then it, that trial, it was well behind all stardom, but that's that's a little hooner all stardom. Ooh. So uh, it was never going to be near it. Uh, yeah. So right now you can get eleven dollars top sport. I can't see it starting double figures. I think it gets well well backed. And the other horse in this race, which would just be great for TV. And uh, if this horse does win, um, someone's just will look out for wherever Peter is because he's going to go real quiet as this jockey gets interviewed. That's all Brighton and Madison Lloyd. Um, this thing <laughs> was enormous last start. It yet to put in a poor performance. Um, Paddy Payne's horses are starting to, to run really, really well again. 
Uh, I think she's a quite a competent rider. This is a tricky, tricky horse, a tricky ride. She's going to sort of pick her way through the field. But I think at $6.50, that is still a very fair bet to, to take. I think you can back both. Um, I suspect with confidence that Winsome uh, starts favourite with just the SP profile versus a lot of its key rivals in this race. And um, big watch. Immortal loves double nom. There's a lot of that on Saturday and Sunday, which is just absolute fresh hell when you're grinding your way through this stuff. But it, it was good too. If it runs, it'll be backed. But I think it might go to Flemington. Um, the real interesting sort of setup horses here are Wince, uh, is uh, Tidius for Lindsay Smith and D Oliver. Oh, well, he's prick when I say that. Like Ollie's on for Lindsay, but you know, Lindsay kind of like I don't know if he was. I think Darren Weir was even his apprentice. He's that good. And then it's like Simon Wild, Lindsay, Kieran Ma. Like they're, they're big bulligans, these blokes. Are they not? <laughs> I think, like, I just, these sort of horses, I, I, the back of my mind, there's a stack of them on Saturday. They're all coming out of trials at Terrain. And I suspect most of them are aimed to peak at Warnable. Doesn't mean they're not going to win here. But I think they're going to be fitter. Ready to peak at Warnable. Um but damn you was riding, so maybe they are about to peak. I don't know. Tricky, tricky tricky read horses like Tidius who who look pretty smart. And Curran's a horse that was SP three dollars versus Litchfield County, who's got form through a lot of these horses here, who was good again, ran third to Montesira in uh, Adelaide last week. So Curran's had a jump out in between runs from its Second or third to Lichfield County there at Sandown. So that's that's race five, punters. We're going to back number number thirteen, previously known as Hot Water. So much easier to say. Why would you change it? And number six, All of Brighton. Back both. Jack. Okay. Jack. Before we move on from that race, want to get a word in. What's its racing pattern? Where do you where do you map it? Uh, hot Water. Short? Let's just call it hot water, please, because I can't Where say that. Is it going to be in behind them? Midfield, yeah. Barrier okay, four. Good. Okay, you... good. If Matt Hill doesn't say Ushard strung up behind them in hot water. He's not as good as they say he is. Not a, he's, not, he's not even the best five in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's pretty good. Um, <laughs> he wanted to say that. He's like definitely like days. sipping on his whiskey glass on Friday night, working on his, some of his lines he can drop. And this is going to be one of them, isn't it? Yeah, surely it is. I mean, TV wouldn't miss this opportunity. What do you reckon they do? Do you reckon TV just sits up there with like a bit of scotch and, a, and a, maybe a cigar and just sort of voice memos it? Huh, that's a good you one, Doug. Listen to this one. And I think when you've reached the point in your career where you're sitting back with a scotch and a cigar thinking what you're going to say, you've given up fuck giving a fuck about anything. You can well, just see it in TV in the way he operates. He's a brilliant, he's a brilliant <laughs> operator because he doesn't care. Speaking of operator, what what is underneath your eyes? Oh yeah, it's my little um. Oh. Uh, what do you call these? <laughs> it's like a um, you know, draws out the shit under your eyes and <laughs> get moisture back under my eyes. Um, friend of the show made comment. Um to me in an inbox saying he watched the show last week and I looked terrible. Nasty if I was all right. I said, I'm like, and this bloke should know because he bets in Queensland as well. I said, well, you should know. Like, we bet in Queensland. Like, 
I looked about 27 when I started betting up here full time. <laughs> I've put on about 30 kilos and aged 40 years. <laughs> People deal with stress differently. I eat. Wow. I mean, a big six months on the choose. Yeah, so I'm just trying to, uh, um, you know, <laughs> improve my routine. My you pinch off the missus, curly vet. Hey? Did you pinch them? Yeah. I actually got her to order them for me. Did it say it comes in a discreet, you know, no name package? Just turns up? Yeah, yeah nah. No, oh, you good. put the right ones on. It could have been like a waxing strip or whatever. Yeah, being of being of Italian descent, I'd probably have fucking three inch of hair under my eyelids too if I had a. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I digress. <laughs> what about when uh, we're on RSN and Gareth goes to pistol? You're related to Adam Olszewski, aren't you? <laughs> What a man. What a man. Bloody wonderful. All right, girls, take it away. What are we talking about in Queensland? Have you got any horses that have changed name from one language to another? What language would they pick up in Queensland? Uh, it's got to end in A. <laughs> yeah, I'm in Queensland, A. Yeah, we're betting in Queensland, A. Um, race fives is... Brisbane Truck Show Tail Stakes, eh? <laughs> Listed race, so. Um, yeah, look, the, the carnival's starting to heat up. A few horses are starting to venture up from the south, um, which will make for some interesting racing. We've seen the Queensland horses, a few Queensland horses, go to Sydney and, and equip themselves well, um, you know, during the Sydney carnival. So, obviously, most of the Sydney horses that would come north will be the legitimate B graders uh, at best. Obviously, we saw the A graders in the championship. So I'm always a little bit wary, but, you know, consistently. And, yeah, we got a great insight when Uncle Chris come on the show and talking about sticking to patterns. You know, Chris, Uncle Chris will have um, some horses that will come north and he'll send the right ones because they invariably do. So, um, you know, we will be respecting the southern form. But, um, yeah, race five is an interesting one. Like, let's bring up my stat here. We should have had this preloaded. Sort of going through the, the market here. The interesting runner is the Candyman. It's the local favourite. Pretty parochial, actually, Queenslanders with their horses, aren't they? You know, trip like, horse too, isn't it, Curls? Three big starts time. a trip, two wins, one third. Big time. Um, there was a few comments on social media Um Quite funny, Bailey Nodif, who a jockey that we know and love, that we've won on plenty of times um, over the journey, he was quoted on punters saying, um, Candyman, basically, he's beaten a lot better horses than these in his day. He'll just win. Um, and then I read the comments from punters underneath, you know, like, oh, this this kid would get wing speed in the Matawa Cup and, and stuff. <laughs> like, he wouldn't know a good horse if you sat on one, all this sort of shit. So, um, enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it, actually. Good banter. Um, it's. I think it's. I think it's the horse to beat. Um, I think the drawing track conditions, you know, it suits him as well. Um, I think he maps well. 
sort of had Almeida constant flight and super giant sort of rolling forward. And then Candy Man can just sort of, I think it just slots across there. Like Captivator will push forward as well. I can sort of see the Candy Man almost PRing here, like fourth, fifth, one off. Um, the horse that is of interest, and you guys may recall this horse from Victorian, from its Victorian prep. The seven. I was going to say the one. Oh, the seven interests me. Isn't that from Victoria too? Walking, flying. Yeah, walking, flying. Uh, subscribers were on it last start um, when Robbie Frad won on it for us um, at the mile. Now, I think this horse might be oh, the right word. I think this is his trip, right? Like I don't like. It's found the line pretty well. This um, this walking and flying. It's found the line pretty well. Um, its last couple at the mile. So I think staying at the miles ago, it did sort of get out the 2000 towards the end of its last preparation. But I think it's sort of found that, I think it's found its right distance. And sort of from the gate, you would, you know, with the, with the tempo that's going to get, that I sort of anticipate it's going to get, it'll be fine in the line again. I think it's the sort of horse that probably tracks the candy man. So, yeah, it's, uh, but the, I think the horse that, well, I think it's a nearly a bet at the price is El Mito, the one. Well, it's not It's not hard to justify that. Just for, if, you, if you just get up its punting form page and go, oh, hang on, this thing has paid $31 in a fucking group one over the mile at Flemington on Cup Week. Yeah. Now, it, now, I can't remember the exact gallop, but it gallops... At the Valley, I remember did a bit of did a piece of work at the Valley. This is when uh, Walla had it, I think. That was before the Cantala. There was a piece of work that it did at Mooney Valley in one of the breakfasts with the stars or some bullshit they have. Um, um, sorry, I shouldn't speak like that. It's a great promotion for racing. A little bubble gets to have a free brekkie. Um, in the bubble. <laughs> anyway, produced a nice piece of work at the Valley. <coughs> J-Mac took the ride in the Cantala, like you Which say. Which is a big push. Reasonable push. It didn't, it, like, it raced, got beat 2.6, right? So it's come off the, it's it's had that one, had that one run at Waller, um, at Waller's, sat on speed in the Ajax, then it had a spell. Um, Casey Fogden had it. Yeah, superstar trainer of Selling Sunset. There you go. Our, our trainer. Um, so that was when uh, come over here, had that one run for Aquas. Um, and then, oh, I mean, Aquas still owned it, obviously, and then went to Walla, had that Melbourne prep, and then went back. Had a bit of a strange prep, like after the Cantala going to that Kim LaGrange race, the time on into the gong. Um, didn't quite work out. And now, it was lame. It was lame there. Genuine excuses. Hard to sort of know what to do with its first up run, right? Led... Went out 8.3 lengths quick in the Doncaster. Um, like, it's just, like, it's got it's got really good ability, this horse, clearly. And this is, like, the easiest race it's contested forever. Like, these are genuine fucking open handicappers in Brisbane. Mm. So what uh, price should it be? I don't want to tell you what price I've got it. Okay. I know what that means. 
because uh, put it this way, at $13, we need to be having something on it. Mm. It's too big a price. Like, if he, if you just price this horse on the Cantala run... It's two bucks. Probably 205 Yeah. Yeah, but there's a genuine excuse the gong, so you just ignore that run. I and think then, so. Yeah. And then first up, it's, it's in a group one. Where the winner and the second horse have come from near last. And it led. Like, it's hard to... It's just hard to know what to do with that, with that last start. I mean, that's the query, obviously. Anyway, I've probably spent too much time talking about it here. Off the off that off that Cantala run, it's a bet. Yeah. And there's no way known you let a horse of that quality go around at that price in Queensland in an open handicap that's got listed status. Okay. Race eight, other, Mick Dittman. Yeah. The big the big Mick Dittman. Another listed race. Where we go. What a legend Mick Dittman was. Just the in just the vision of him with that white piece of poly in his hand and just smashing them in the last furlong. That's why the punters loved him. Contro- uh, um, controversial. Yeah, a lot of horses had that white sort of bridle, you know, that white bridle with a V sort of thing. I'm not sure exactly what type of bridle you call that, but just invokes images of, you know, the white whips, the big stick, hard sticks is flailing in the breeze and smacking them. <laughs> Getting the best out of their mounts. Anyway. Trying. Okay, here's where we're going to start. Simply fly. The toppy. Okay. Currently, currently around 390, right? I'm going to mark this horse like $10. Because it's going to be last defence at Doomben. Now, one in a week of race the other day, leader, sorry, ran second. Leader, better Sydney horse, led, strung him along, opened the field right out, simply fly was under the stick before the corner. That's its racing pattern, gets back to last. And then a saloon passage all the way up the straight and let it do its best work. I don't see the saloon passage for this horse in this field at Doomben this week. I think there's a much better depth of horses. A lot. A lot more horses in this race are going to take a position and at least be able to keep up. So the C's, I don't think the C's are going to part for Steph. I think she's going to be last the fence. Um, if it's going to be like three ninety and and two dollars at the jump, I'll be def one hundred percent laying it. What about what about Miss Canada number twelve? Me and Pistol last yesterday in the city. We saw Mister Canada. Remember that Pistol? Mike Pike. Marty Pike, Premiership player for the Swans. Anyway, distracted. Sorry, Kels. Should have seen that. He's he would have dropped. What, what do you reckon, Pete? Twenty kilos? Easy twenty. You know, how, like most pro footballers, when you see him go the five, other way, five or ten. Yeah, he looked like like Stewie Jew. Yeah, the opposite of Stewie. <laughs> yeah. Stewie Jew looks like he's on a campaign to play lawn bowls. Um, the other horse that I'm going to say can't win, and he's also four dollars. Is Kisakano. Uh, I think oh. it was. Ble- What's happening with it? Gone. I think it was blessed in run the other day. Like it's ran second, right? Led walked. Tycoon Evie 
first up 1,200, no jump out, no trial, completely brained them. This, is, this race has a lot more depth. It's $4. I'm thinking win and place late. All right, so they're my two tips in the race. Lay, lay, lay. Oh, that's good. Um, Anything of value for the punters is just throw their little five each way on? Um, I think the map horses are five and six. The questions, the question mark around them is whether they've got the the punch. Obviously, Lord Olympus, but it's got a tricky little gate. Um, Newnham brings it up, respected. Andermart, obviously the Blue Army. Um, I don't from gate twelve. I don't think they're going to be able to kidnap any position in run. Um, so it's a little bit tricky there as well. There's um, horses out wide. Like if Miss Canada had a gate, I'd be like pretty interested in coming into it. Um, it was expertly placed to get a first up kill, murdered them, has some nice Sydney form. Uh, I think it's right there as well, but it's got a tricky gate. So the, the horses that I liked, you know, three, four and 12, I can't really find a spot on the map at this point. We'll wait for um, scratchings to finalise. Um, which sort of leads sort of leads like five and six getting best map, thirty fours and twenty sixes. Both of those horses, you know, you could have a peanut. But uh, my main players in the race will be laying the one and the nine, I think, um, heavily against. And I anticipate just off the data that both of them, you know, will stay firm in the market. And and for those out there, and there's plenty of you who are getting curly stuff or are thinking of getting curly stuff. It's a, it's a sort of simplified pack moving forward through the winter carnival and they're going to get selections every single race units when we want to bet which we are accountable to and also we're going to trial everyone's going to trial but curly's going to sort of pioneer audio updates so that's our goal and that audio update may not be may include post-race analysis jack it probably will um, I find it very... Pistol, um, have you got the uh, capabilities of uh, disabling his audio updates, you know, sort of post sort of 7 p.m.? No, I don't. Oh, shit. But I can change the login details, in which case he won't be able to send anything. Um, yeah, I, try, I, was, I trialed one on Wednesday after we backed um, Enrique. <laughs> like... I'm sure that I'm sure that song, uh, that you know, like that murder on the dance floor. It's like a murder on a racetrack. I was singing it in my head. <laughs> it's on a racetrack. Um, I done a voice memo, like, but like I listened back. I was like, I, could, I can't send it. It will get hauled in. That could get into the wrong hands, and yeah, you know, yeah, got to be careful with them. Benny Benny Thompson might think that I was like being personal. But we anyway, love riders, we love all participants. We do. Like, Benny, we're just uh, grateful for everyone who's involved in this industry. Uh, everyone makes mistakes. and Yeah, Benny was a bit stiff and then he missed the start on the one we backed in the last and it should have won. It was a moral beat as well. And then, you know, then Benny got a helicopter down to Grafton yesterday to ride one for Steve O'Day. One ride, one win. So he's going all right, Benny. What about, uh, speaking of going great, no, let's not, let's not do that. Um, <laughs> anyway, I'm looking forward to the day. It's, um, there's some, re there's some like, reasonable betting opportunities 
depending on the final fields and that sort of stuff. And uh, there's also Dolby. So. Oh, Christ. Yeah, Christ get ready for the post-race updates from Dolby. Okay. Hey, at the start of the show, did you promise anything at Flemington? Yes. We did. We'll run you run through. I've got a tea time to get to. So race number four at Flemington. Anzac uh, Day Stakes. Anzac Day Stakes. Uh, it, it's a really nice race day at Flemington. If, you are, if you've got nothing to do, they do make a good effort to to do the right thing on the day and like prioritise what the day should be about. You know, they, they have a, a, a nice amount of ceremony, etc. cetera, uh, remembering the diggers. So it's good. Um, race for, I like Three Kings a little bit. Um, I think the race that's coming out of is okay. I think from barrier four, I think the, the races that's coming out of are good. Well, that, that Sorrell, I think, has got good ability. I think that race is pretty hot. Um, McAvoy's trained a, a Saturday winner last Saturday, which was also a little bit of a push. That's like the first one in a long time in Melbourne. Uh, Luke Curry rides from Barrier 4. I think the horse got every chance in a... I, I really wanted to find... Um, oh, God. Number two, Hanam. 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 Uh, but just Barrier 10... I still think it's a fair price if you like it, back it. Uh, I just think that uh, Three Kings from Barrier 4 is going to get every single possible. Uh, I thought Hunnam was the other sort of bet in the race. Then we'll head to quickly, quickly to race number six, which is the... The RC St. Ledger. Oh, this is pretty simple, I think. Uh, you just back two horses and you bet really heavily here. Number three, through Irish eyes, Mark Ustus. Mark Zara. We want to see this thing firm in betting. Uh, we want to see Mark show some intent early. You know, when when Mark wants to win, he wins. He gets he'll push off here from the from the from rails in run, uh, like we saw him do there on Michigan two sun two Wednesdays back at Bendigo. Um, this horse is airborne. It's going better than anything here. It should just win. Uh, there's no excuses for it. The horse that we can have just a peanut on is number ten, Secret Shima. For Ben Brisbane, this horse is going good. Was very good in that same race. Was as good as anything from the back. Uh, surprised it didn't go up sort of 20 bucks here. They went up big price again for it. Um, I think you can have a great big bet at uh, through Irish eyes and just have a small bet on Secret Shima. Uh, we're going really well in Victoria. We've got products everywhere, guys. Uh, head to themailbag.com.au. Peter, anything on special? Curly's Winter Pack, get 10 weeks for 20 bucks a week. 200 bucks, you'll get 10 weeks. You can sign up at any stage over the next month. You'll still get 10 weeks, but the next 10 weeks is the Brisbane Carnival. If you have any interest betting in Queensland, you'd be mad not to get involved with, as I said, the king of live wagering. If you're going to find better value betting information in Queensland, can you uh, email me, jack at themailbag.com.au, and we'll sort we'll try and sort something out there too. But that's amazing. That's, you can't bet there without having your hand held. It's a fact. It's a scary, scary place. It's like Perth on drugs. I reckon they do more drugs in Perth than Brisbane. Yeah, you're probably right, but it's just it's on Sky too so much you don't even see it. Pretty out of sight, out of mind. Uh, yeah, we've got a great um, lineup of meetings uh, for Anzac Day in Queensland. Yeah. Oh, desert. And the Sunshine Coast. God. 
We do want our absolute best there. But Racing in Victoria is like it's really good at the moment. Like there's two meetings today, two meetings yesterday, there'll be two meetings on Saturday. There's probably mm. what are we dealing with? Yeah, Caulfield, Wangaratta, Flemington, Maui, Sunday. Beautiful. And shout out to Jacko. What a set that was from Bendigo on Wednesday. Young that was unbelievable, Padre. Unbelievable. The so biggest day in the history of the mailbag, just about. Well, let's, let's not get too carried away. Let's remember that time that Peter won a billion. <sighs> the biggest day in the history of Victorian mailbag then, Peter, you fucker. That's better. And on that note... Have a great Go week. Go well, guys. Subscribe to ponypom.com.au and drink Mountain Goat Lager. Bye.